Welcome to the Marshall Pro Podcast and our short form interview series, Catching Up With. Who do we have this time? We have our man, Oliver Askew. You might know him as the 2019 Indy Lights champion, spent 2020 with the Aaron McLaren SP team and IndyCar. Did a little bit of filling in last season as well for them. And now he is back with the team where he won his Indy Lights championship, that being Andretti Autosport, Avalanche Andretti Autosport in the FIA Formula E series. Big new career shift for our man Askew. So we wanted to check in with him after a successful debut recently in Saudi Arabia, heading into the round two weekend event two in Mexico City. So that's what we got. Askew, new career, back with a familiar team that he loves. How's it going? What's he learning? future aspirations, etc. So dive in here, get a little update from our man from that big tall drink of Floridian water. Oliver Askew, all brought to you by Cooper Tires, the Justice Brothers, and torontomotorsports.com. All right, you big sexy hunk of Swedish American Formula E driver, you miss you, Oliver Askew, miss having you racing primarily in a North American series, but I must admit, I was intrigued to hear that you were the uh, the final piece of the puzzle that Michael Andretti wanted for his Avalanche Andretti Formula E program. So, got the first race weekend of the season down. You got Mexico coming up this weekend. I think it's just perfect time to kind of catch up with how you're doing, how this Formula E experiment's going so far. So why don't we start there? Uh, hey, when I met you a long time ago, when you were still freakishly tall but much younger, um, did you ever think that full-time Formula E driver was going to be your jam? No, honestly, it was never really on the radar. Um, obviously, you know, with my close relationship with Andretti Autosport, you know, I was following the series um, as they joined the series in, in season one um, many years ago now. And, um, no, it's never really on my radar. Obviously, you know, the goal going through the road to Indy was to make it to IndyCar and to have uh, a long, successful career there, which, which I haven't written off. But um, this opportunity is something that uh, I couldn't turn down, honestly. Um, to be the only American in the series, to be a part of a a growing race series and, um, you know, to, to push sustainability as, as an American, I think is pretty cool. So, so bounce around a little bit here. We have 22 full-time drivers in the formula E championship coming off of, uh, the first weekend, uh, that was done in uh, Saudi Arabia, uh, the Riyadh street circuit there. And you're coming out of your debut weekend 13th in the championship, Oliver. So, I mean, of course, you'd love to be first. But just as a guy who's having to learn not only a new car, but a new style of all-electric racing, uh, new team in terms of the Andretti Formula E side, new teammate, new rivals, coming home approximately halfway on the uh, in the driver standings point, we'll get into some of how that first weekend went, but 
just give me your thoughts about that, man. Cause I think a lot of drivers in your situation would be happy if they were 20th after the first weekend of all those things to learn. And you're sitting here 13th in a really good spot. Yeah, I'd say I'm happy, but not satisfied. Um, after that first weekend, I realized like what we're capable of and, um, hopefully we can continue to progress and, and learn. And at least for myself, like this is a very foreign environment. It's a, it's a car that's unlike anything else I've driven. Um, maybe, you know, the way it handles could be close to like a formula Ford car, but still not the same. Um, and yeah, it's, uh, like you said, I mean, I don't really know any of the drivers, but I think there's some beauty in that. (laughs) It's, uh, um, you know, not having any expectations and, and racing everyone as hard as I'd like. Um, and honestly, like I, I really enjoyed the first race. Uh, we kind of, kind of surprised myself and how well we did in that first race and, and how much energy, how much more energy I was able to reserve in the first quarter to half of the race and, and, and was able to, um, deploy that through the rest of it and yeah, found ourselves in the point. So I was super ecstatic, but again, not satisfied. So your teammate is someone I would imagine is a pretty good benchmark for you, Oliver, knowing uh, not only Jake Dennis's experience coming back to the team, I think he finished third in the uh, Formula E standings last year, but uh, he had a great opening weekend, obviously with a podium right third uh, in round one, and then uh, I believe fifth in uh, the second round there. So Jake's holding fourth in the championship. Seems like there's a lot of potential within this team and a good open for you. What are the things, man, that came out of uh, the opening weekend on your list of this is what I need to improve when we get to Mexico. This is what I want to learn more about when we get to Mexico. What's the uh, development area for you to say, all right, Jake, uh, podium guy, uh, this is what I need to do uh, to join you there. Yeah, obviously he set a very high precedent uh, last year and and now this year to open the season and has definitely showed uh, what the car is capable of. Um, We get along really well and, you know, we don't we don't hold anything back from each other. And um, hopefully, hopefully, as I get more used to this car, um, you know, my pace will get better and qualifying in the free practice and we'll be able to push him as well. So I think, yeah, ultimately we want to be able to. to learn from each other and, and push the team forward uh, and, and at least hold this. Um, I think it's fifth in the constructors at the moment. So, um, yeah, it's uh, honestly, the speed will come um, with more experience in the car. Uh, it's, it's just like the procedural things that um, we have to perfect throughout the weekend, you know, cause that's a thing, I, right? Where your, your fans from IndyCar might be saying, wait a minute, dude, you're like totally fine with bombing through turn one at Indy at 2.30, uh, a car that is drastically slower. How could yeah. that be a challenge? And that's not being dismissive, but for those who might yeah. not understand, like stepping down to a much slower car doesn't mean that, oh, it's just a breeze to drive on the limit, right? No, it, it's um, it's all, how do I say, it's all relative, Um well, for one, the, the courses and the tracks that we go to are, are very small street courses, right? And um, and honestly, the acceleration of the Formula E car is quite impressive. Um, factor that, factor, uh, you know, how, how low grip um, this car has and, and virtually no downforce. Like, it is a handful to drive. 
and you're fighting for the last hundredths of a second you're racing against the the best drivers um or very very good drivers that uh you know i don't think there's one driver in the field that isn't paid isn't a paid professional and some of them came from formula one and uh, the world endurance championship Le Mans champions so um they're no slouches so to be able to um yeah fight for that those last couple tenths is extremely difficult and yeah like i said it's like the procedural things that um that are like missing in my experience right now right so making sure that um you know we get that we get that last lap in and qualifying when the track is like constantly progressing by two tenths per minute i think it was um in saudi arabia so um yeah, it's, it's all in the details right now, but I think I have a, a very capable team behind me and um, some, very, some very good engineers. Interested to learn, Oliver, about some of the more technical aspects of, of driving this car with the, uh, the BMW uh, electric power plant. So from IndyCar, for example, if we go back there, uh, even your sports car experience, folks i think grasp the fuel saving right conserve go as fast as you can but uh, be as light on the pedal as you can to conserve fuel that'll shorten your next pit stop or maybe that'll help you stretch get to the, the checkered flag by eliminating a pit stop i think they understand conserving tires a bit where does you where does the the learning process of finite amount of energy to use, uh, mm-hmm. deploying that to be competitive, to race hard, but also to not be the guy who has used up everything you have before the, the checkered mm-hmm. flag, knowing that you're not making pit stops to uh, top up uh, with electricity. That has to be a, a new thing to master. It is a very new thing. Um, and to put into simpler terms, we start the race with, a percentage of battery that isn't meant to make it to the end of a 45 minute race. And so we need to, uh, yeah, use those. Um, yeah, I guess you could say the, the fuel saving techniques that, that, uh, that I learned in IndyCar, some of those techniques. And, and also now we have a regen paddle, um, that, that it's a re- basically a regenerative braking, like handbrake on the, st- on the steering wheel. That's, uh, regenerating power back into the energy and in the, in the high braking zones. So, yeah, I mean, to f- factor in, you know, 20, was it 22 of us, 21 other, other drivers on the track that are, that are running into you and, and trying to get by you. And, um, you know, the attack modes as well, which, uh, give us, uh, is it 30 kilowatts extra, extra power and, um, when to take those sometimes depending on the track, it's, it's a penalty to, to take that attack mode because the loops are like on a, you know, the outside of the track and you could possibly lose positions. And it's, it's a, it's a lot to take in. I would say, tell me if you agree or maybe expand on a little bit. This sounds like a mental racing adjustment for you. We know, look, man, your track record is if you have the opportunity to climb into a car and go maximum attack, uh, you two maximum things. Sounds like a lot of this is not having to necessarily hold back at all times, but you're having to think your way from green flag to checkered here. And also in the confines of those tight street courses, you mentioned 
with a little bit of extra bodywork on the cars that does make these open wheelers a little easier to, you know, a little bump and run and, and grind and such. Yeah, it's a full contact sport. Right. It seems like a lot of this is mental, man, where you're having to, yeah. you can't just be a pure animal from start to finish. There's a lot of strategy and thinking, right? Yeah. And I, I think that kind of suits my style, right? Like that calm, cool, collected, you know, always, um, thinking ahead to the next corner, the next lap, um, towards the end of the race. And yeah, honestly, I, I, I love what I'm doing at the moment and, um, yeah, hopefully I can, I can continue to progress and, and learn more about it. There's, you never in this series, like there's, you can't ever feel like, you know, it all, right. Cause it's, it's constantly changing and, um, you know, teams are getting better and drivers are getting better understanding how to get this thing to the end of the race on a certain amount of battery. So, um, yeah, I, I, I like it, man. I guess the last main thing that comes to mind, cause we're just talking about having done one race and stepping into, or one race weekend, stepping into your second weekend here. So you still have a whole season to go basically, but spoke with Michael Andretti a day or two ago, asked him how things were going with you specifically, since you're uh, the new, new kid in formula E school He's over the moon, man. Uh, <laughs> not just happy with your performance, uh, in Riyadh, but also so happy to have you back in the Andretti family, knowing what you were able to achieve, obviously on the road to Indian, such a championship winner there. Tell me about that reunion, right? I mean, Michael's busy running 47 different freaking racing teams, of course. So he's not always in your presence, but tell me about being back in the Andretti family and I know you said you're not done with IndyCar. I mean, I got to imagine part of you is having to hold back temptation to say, you know, uh, month of May, uh, Indy 500, gee, uh, you know, I could be in a car if you really need it, Mike. Uh, tell me about this. Yeah, it, our relationship, um, both with Michael and, and JF and uh, everyone on that team in Indianapolis, it's um, it, the relationship has always been there um, ever since I – I joined our team in 2019 in Indy Lights and ended up winning that championship. And um, we've we've spoken about this opportunity kind of since I I joined their stable in, in 2019. And um, yeah, to finally you know, receive that opportunity, it, like I said, it's it's it was hard to say no to. Um, those guys are like family to us, and uh, they've always they've always kind of had my back. So um, it's been it's been great to join them. Um, obviously a lot of new faces, at least on the, on the formula E side, but you also have, um, you know, similar, similar management to what I'm, what I was used to uh, a couple of years ago. You got your full skinny jeans game going. Like, are you no. fitting in with all the other <laughs> Man, skinny, European skinny formula jeans are drivers? I'm, I'm trying to, uh, what? I'm trying to convince my teammate, Jake Dennis, um, that, that paint on pants are, are, are out of style. Yeah, I mean, what else do what else do you have? The big puffy jumpers going on? Like, come on, you got that's what I'm rocking. Okay, all right. At least we're getting you a little, you know, part of the way there because yeah, you don't want to stand out as you know t- Florida uh, too much when you're uh, in and among Europeans, I guess. Well, brother, glad to hear things are starting off the right way for you, and obviously now that uh, we have one of our own to root for, I'm sure plenty of folks will be checking you out this season in Formula E. Thank you very much. Thanks again to Oliver, who fit us in uh, while waiting for his dinner to arrive in Mexico City. Uh, if you haven't checked it out, 
marshallpruittpodcast.com. Might be a, uh, a place to visit more than 1,200 episodes in our back catalog for you to enjoy. Also a subscribe page if you want to get everything that we put out here the moment that it lands and a merchandise page too. If you want some stickers, some you name it, all kinds of fun show swag there. All right, I am Marshall Pruitt. This is our Marshall Pruitt podcast brought to you by Cooper Tires, the Justice Brothers, and TorontoMotorsports.com. <laughs>